Jesus said, Let your light shine before others, so that they may see your good works and give glory to your Father who is in heaven. Every good endeavor is a gift from God. Here on Faith Marketplace Radio, you'll be inspired, equipped, and encouraged in your work as you hear business leaders share how their faith impacts their work. Joining us every Saturday at noon on AM 1160, Hope for Your Life. For Faith Marketplace Radio, here are your hosts, Bob Lambert and Jennifer Villarreal. Hey, welcome to Faith Marketplace, where we equip entrepreneurs, small business owners, and creatives with resources plus community to make a kingdom impact, to glorify our mighty God, while gaining inspiration from marketplace leaders. Hi, I'm Bob Lambert, the co-host of Faith Marketplace and the founder of Samurai Business Group. We offer entrepreneurs, individuals, and small mid-market companies and their teams advanced business development and sales skills. Most of our clients report that they have doubled or tripled their revenue within 12 to 18 months. At Samurai Business Group, we put the win back in your sales. Hey, and I'm so excited today to have some great guests on here today. And our first guest is somebody that I uh, got acquainted with, I think, last year. And he is also uh, not only a podcast host, but he's got a, a plethora of podcasts. He's also a uh, former military veteran, a Marine, that has uh, served our country well. So I'd like to introduce you to Tony Arce. Uh, he is the founder of uh the face of Chicago business, and we're going to get into that a little bit more, but welcome, Tony. Thank you so much for having me, Bob. I appreciate it. Yeah. You know, in our original conversation, Tony, when we got into it, it was just kind of by happenstance when we started talking about faith, wasn't it? <laughs> Absolutely was, yes. Yeah, and I guess, you know, uh, being in the military, uh, would that have some influence on you uh, coming to faith? <laughs> uh, you know, the, the coming to faith part truly was always my mom. Um, my mom has always been a very spiritual, very uh, religious woman, um, very very Catholic. <laughs> so yeah. that, that that was my upbringing. Upbringing was uh, yeah. she wanted to be a nun before she wanted to be anything else. So uh, that changed. At well, some thank point, goodness. But, thank yeah, goodness. Right? Huh? <laughs> God had other plans for her. Had other yeah. plans for her. So. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, uh, help me understand the, you know, the progression of your faith, you know? Absolutely. I think like a lot of us, you know, um, we're, we're taught one thing and, and, you know, God reveals himself in, in different ways. But I think the journey for me started with not so much being revealed, but as much as me turning away from God. And, um, you know, in the military, it's always easy when, when you need God to, to call upon them and get you through boot camp or whatever. And everyone's super religious, right? You're going to church and it's the one place you're not getting, you know, beat up on. But then when you get out, it's like, you know, now you're, now you're, you know, you're adult, you're free to all this cool, all these cool things. And not only that, but you're a Marine. So um, even though it's part of the Marine doctrine, it's, it's God country core, you know, you lose a little bit of that in, in, in your ego. And so I think for me, it was just that wild ride in my twenties and, and, and failed relationships and, you know, just certain things that I've been through where I knew that God wasn't at uh, the, you know, wasn't part of my core. It wasn't part of, uh, you know, that, that, that thought. Uh, or that, yeah, that experience, and just kind of separating God from from my life. That's really yeah. where, where I think it evolved, and then eventually, just my type of personality was, I, I really wanted a truth. I wanted to know the truth about who I am, why I'm here, you know, and, and that pursuit led me right back to uh, my faith in, in more or less Jesus than anything else, so... So yeah, was, wh when did that transformation start to happen? Was that in your thirties or, or yeah. going into your thirties? When was that? When did that kind of happen? 
So it was in my early 30s um, where, to be honest with you, the thing that, that, that really sparked this interest in me was uh, this show called Ancient Aliens where, you know, they, they talked about all these things on Earth. It wasn't so much the alien piece because, I mean, no one can claim they saw anything, but it was all these clues on Earth that I'm just like, I don't get it. This seems to be so much more. And then, you know, the, the, the Bible and, and, and Jesus and all this, like, it's historical, right? And, and you can't exclude one from the other. So for right. me... I wanted to know, and and I kind of went on this journey, and everything from I was reading. I was not a good student in high school, so for me to be reading things about quantum physics, mechanics, and you know spirituality, <laughs> like I was, so that's that's where it really started for me. It was I I want if God was out there, I wanted Him to to explain it to me. So I don't know some level in an egotistical way back then, but now I mean, I looking back, it is how I got here, right? So. Yeah, how how long would how long that journey's been? What how long now? So about uh, about I'd say about total about eight, you know eight years now, seven eight, eight years. years. Okay, yeah, and, and not and not like in a way where I understood or, or, or God that, that relationship was there. I mean, for me, it was after losing <laughs> everything, and you know, back five years ago, 2015. Um, you know, just like a lot of people and a lot of in a lot of families today, you hear about divorce, and that that typically is like the number one reason that men commit suicide is because of you know, that, that separation or whatever that is. And I was no exception to that. And I felt the pain of it. And so, uh, I was in desperation more than anything else. And I used to pray to God to, to take me, you know, I didn't want to be alive, I, I, but I, but I wanted, you know, I love my kids, but on that level, I couldn't escape that. So for me, it was almost like I had no choice. I had to pursue God in, in, in every way. And so I actually found myself in like Buddhist temples. I found myself at the Baha'i temple, uh, you know, Jewish temples, <laughs> and, and you know catholic churches christian churches non-denominational lutheran you know you name it <laughs> I, I was like wherever you're at god i'm, I'm gonna find you so yeah um, yeah that, that, that's where that's where it evolved for me it was about about five years ago yeah and i know that's been it was quite a journey for you especially at that point but i guess that's uh, oftentimes you know and of course tony it's highly unusual to hear this kind of story <laughs> not right right <laughs> everybody has you know some point and pivot point you know that they're gonna they get to that point and oftentimes it is you know it's a low point we need something we're crying out for something Absolutely. right <clears throat> and uh and you shared with me recently you know the, the, you've actually come to have a lot of peace around everything now right well absolutely i mean i, I think like you said uh, you know we need this and i liken it <laughs> to where you know a seed needs darkness for germination and it, to occur and, and I felt no differently you know who am I to say that God's plan isn't perfect and it and it and it put me exactly where I needed to be and surrounded by that darkness to see the light right so it's a mm -hmm. lot clearer when you're in that dark space to find the tiny semblance of light <clears throat> and and right. that's really where where I think I see the greatest blessing and how can I how can I question God who am I to question it? and I think I think I mentioned this to you I truly felt like Job um, in the experience of not knowing and I, and and I don't want to say I I was, I'm like this holy person. And I mean, in the Bible, it says Job was, right? And, and he did no wrong. I did wrong. So I, I could understand from a karmatic standpoint why maybe some of the things that happened to me, but from a, um, at, at that come to realization, it's like, why do they continue to, to where I, I did lose everything and I, I felt abandoned and, you know, alone. And so I felt like in, it just in the past, probably six, seven months, God did reveal to me almost like he did the, the job, the whole universe with no explanation, but just like, Hey, I'm, I'm God. And 
you're not like you're, you know you're not meant to know these things you're, you're meant to be a part of me but not in a way that you have to understand it all and i think that realization that i'm just an instrument in the grand scheme of things is let me do my part then right and when you give right. over to that not only does the anxiety go away not only does the depression go away but you find your purpose and it just makes life a lot easier simpler it's, it's so how can i not be grateful for all of that and still believe that he's going to do what he did to Job, which will give Job twice what he lost, right? Right. Yeah. That's his promise. I, I know. And, and and this has come about here in the re- in recent years, right? That this has oh, happened yeah. for you? Yeah. Absolutely. It was and, more an intellectual thing. Before. Yeah. How how would you how would you describe how you're how you're now combining your faith in the work that you do? Absolutely. No. Um it, you know to me it's a biblical approach to building community. And obviously, you know, we, the Bible is 2,000 years old, and we're in present day where we communicate differently. And so I felt like in order for me to do that, not only did I have to appeal to uh, from a business sense where I could stand on the likes of, you know, Forbes or an Inc. magazine. So when you when you looked at it from a branding, from a marketing standpoint, you felt a certain authenticity, a certain, you know, hey, this lives up to its name. But the real revelation is that we're attracting everyone through this you know, approach, but really it's to bring them to faith and it's, it's to show them not through the means of, Hey, let me push it down your throat. Let's be this Christian right. organization, but rather let them accuse us of, or let them, let them see more than what's really there. Because what's really there is God is at work and it's not, you know, my doing, it's just, I'm an instrument. And, and, and I feel right. like once they see that they're in, yeah. I mean, they can't deny it now. Right. And it's about the walk, right? It's about walking in integrity, doing what you're going to say you're going to do, and just living up to the, you know, the principles of Christianity, which this country was founded on. And obviously you Absolutely. had some of that in the military. But, you know, in the day-to-day life, and especially kind of things we've gone through, you really get tested, don't you? Oh, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> the enemy's real. And I think that's part of our drama too as human beings. I don't think we would understand God if we didn't know the strength of it, right? So opposition is necessary. Just like when you go to the gym, you, the, the, the more you're there, the more weight you put on, right? I think it's like life. Just God gives you as much as you can handle. So the more you handle, the more he gives you and so on yeah. and so forth, right? It's a progression. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, we're going to get back here in the next segment to really dive into uh, this thing that you've created. I think our listeners are going to be fascinated with this because uh, you're the personification of an entrepreneur. <laughs> I mean, it is. <laughs> you, are, you, are the, you are the entrepreneur. You're my hero, man, because you got it on multiple fronts. <laughs> And we're going to we're going to come back and and explore that a little bit more. But um, you know, uh, who inspires you, Tony? Uh, you know, honestly, it's my mom. She's always been an inspiration to me. Uh, I, I, I joke; I, she's part of every presentation I give, and that uh, I felt like I was in part raised by Oprah Winfrey. Right? That my mom <laughs> she came out at nine o'clock in the morning, and when I was at school, my mom would be watching, and so I come home, and it's like. I'm doing these weird things. And she's like, why am I just, oh, Oprah said, you know, this is, you okay. can do anything. Anything's possible. So I love you know, I'm it. very blessed. And her faith, you know, her faith, obviously, when you believe in God, when you put your faith in God, then you believe in God. It dripped off on you. Well, listen, 100%. folks, we're going to be right back. What I want you to do, though, is I want you to text us here at the studio, 224 404 hang on. 1988. Okay. So it's Texas at 224-404-1988. And you want to hang in there because next segment with Tony, we're going to reveal a special gifts that you can get from him. Okay. So hang in there. We're going to be right back with my special guest, Tony Arce 
of the face of Chicago business, and we're going to explore that a little bit more. So stay tuned. This is Chicagoland's place to inspire, equip, and encourage Christian business leaders. Faith Marketplace Radio. Hey, we're back here with my guest, Tony Arce. He is the founder of the Face of Chicago business, but a whole lot more than that, folks. So you're going to want to get out there and check him out. And uh, the website is uh, the Face of Chicago or TFOCB.com. Uh, and you can, I'll let Tony speak for himself as to what the best way is to get a hold of him, but that certainly is a place that you can go out and learn more about it. But let's let Tony tell us a little bit about it. First of all, Tony, how long has it been around? How long has the face of Chicago been around? So we're babies. Um, we've only been around since really the summertime, uh, 2020. So this is during, during COVID where we really identified who we are as, as, as an organization and, and more importantly, our value to the community. So yeah, I really started it at the, the beginning of the summer of last year, 2020. Okay. But well, you were doing something leading up to that, though, weren't you? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, so, so really for me, I, my background is in IT. So when I was in the Marine Corps, I was at the, at the infancy of what people knew about the Internet. So, you know, my, my whole past, I was never a great student, but I, I love technology and, and getting into computers. So for me, back in, what, 92, um, yeah, 1992 as an eighth grader. I was out there, uh, or seventh, whatever I was, I was out there, you know, tinkering with computers and you know, all that stuff. So by the time I got to the Marines, I already had a lot of just experience with, with that. And um, so for me, it was a natural transition that when I got out, I was fortunate enough not to need a degree in, in, you know, technology, but that background kind of bored me at some point where it wasn't my creative outlet. I loved what it, what it was and, and kind of exploring that, but now it was, it was very mainstream. And so I started getting into more of the photography and video and that sort of thing. And which led me into um, really finding business as what I was most passionate about. And it had been since I think I was a kid, I always saw myself as like a businessman, if you will. And okay. for me, you know, that, that really, uh, I think just led me down wanting to connect with business owners, especially entrepreneurs and um, the more I identified with them as people, it really drew me into that 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 culture of entrepreneurship, and so uh, what quickly evolved into me using those talents in terms of the the visual arts and uh, and the storytelling aspect. I started really turning my business into a marketing company where I could go to restaurants and brands, and and then long story short, from that is it evolved into more personal branding, which is where it kind of brought me to where I'm at today. And I don't know how much I'm going to go into that, or yeah. Let's just tell the folks what you know. What what is the the platform, and what is the, you know the uh, just to, so people know the context of what the face of Chicago business and and what you started with, and then how it's exploded from there. Yeah, I mean it's a very personal story in the sense that you know as I mentioned before, having gone through what I went through with my family, I mm-hmm. I, I basically had to recreate my life by design. You know, I didn't want to be a victim of anything anymore, and so. I saw community and as I saw that community and I was going to church three times a week, there were different programs and different people that came into my life that helped me out of that. And I thought, you know, this is a blueprint. This is not, not, not just something that I am benefiting from, but that anyone and any human being that has gone through anything or is trying to, to accomplish something or, or move closer to God could follow. And so that's really at the catalyst of the face Chicago business and building that community is I, I wanted to bring people together under the pretense of, Hey, this is the type, these are the type of people that you want to surround yourself with that, you know, you want to hire that you want around to, to, to help you get out of these situations that life sometimes presents um, that are difficult, that we don't have a blueprint. I mean, no one told us how to do this. No one taught us this in school. It, it's something that 
that we're having to come together for. And so the other part of that was not missing an opportunity to capture that in some sort of way in content and deliver that to others who don't have access to that. And so that was really the, the, the you know, at the core of everything we're doing is to bring the Bible to, in a sense, uh, from a biblical sense of how do you build a community with, with the tools and resources that we have at hand. And for me, that was the visual art. So with photography, video, you know, audio, putting together these podcasts and then just bringing the right people together. And, and that's what we've done. You know, so um, yeah, yeah, let's expand this now because it's not just the face of, of Chicago business, though. But how many other play, how many other players are on this platform that you so created? So, so that's kind of the network if you look at it that way. But we have 25 different podcasts of everything from, you know, the, the, the fundamentals of business like, you know, law and real estate and uh, uh, those sort of things. But then and investments. But then from the other side, it's, it's very much focused on spirituality and, 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 you know, mental health and health and wellness, because at the core of all business are, are people. And so without people and, and being in good health and being of clear mind, you're, you're not going to do very well or as well uh, as you could if, if you had all those things going for you, you know, so your mental, spiritual, physical health are just as important. And you know what I love is you, you, we ask you what problems do you solve, and you said humanizing business, and I love that. Yeah. <laughs> humanizing business, goodness gracious, man, it's really what it's all about. There, uh, give them a snapshot of of like when you talk about the face of Chicago business. What kind of people are you lifting up there to to really put on display for the community? You know, I, I think that the, the the common theme amongst a lot of you know people in my circle, my network, the individuals I speak to, is that we have a heart to want to give back. There's compassion in us, but oftentimes we don't know how to do that, or we feel divided between you know the opportunity cost of giving up our time to do something versus you know keeping the lights on or feeding the family, you know whatever that looks like for each person or each family. And so for me, it was it was really that. How do how do we incorporate that into where we we can promote people who will have a heart to give, right? And, and then also connect them to those opportunities. So that's really what type of person I'm looking for. It isn't that you've sold a certain amount or achieved certain success. It's like, what? Can, how can we come together and use the platform as a way to connect with other professionals while doing something productive in the community? Like maybe it's a, a community you know, trash picking up effort or it's uh, you know coming together to mentor young students, whatever that looks like you know, for the individual. But for us to be responsible as a community to face Chicago business to provide that opportunity. Yeah, and, and really you've given voice to that, haven't you? Because you have created this platform, but people come, you've got a studio, full-blown studio and all that as to where you host this stuff, right? Absolutely, yeah. I mean, I think we as people always, you know, when, when we come together, we create change. And when you vote with your dollars, it, it makes sense that, you know, we're moving in that direction, especially when the precedent has been set that two-thirds of Americans now will buy from companies or align, that, that align with their values. And so those companies look like usually they're contributing something, they're donating, they're, you know, something. And so why shouldn't we promote that at the, on the personal level, right? On the, on the personal brand level of professional right. services. So as you, uh, as we had you fill out here too, uh, what are some of the key points or the, I love the couple of these bullet points that you talked about, you know, as far as takeaways for this, for the audience today, what would those be? Uh, you know, in terms of the like what we do, or just overall? Yeah, overall for the yeah, overall. I think there's just there's there's a lot more to each one of us than than we realize that make us 
exactly alike. I don't, especially now it's revealing to us in a pandemic when, when you strip all those things away that, you know, we all experience a lot of the same things. And so when, you know, the more vulnerable we can be with one another, which is everything we emphasize on the face of Chicago business is that really being vulnerable is at the core of, of forming uh, a relationship. And I don't mean just a superficial one, but truly uh, at a deeper level, at a spiritual level where you can say, Hey, I see you as a, as more than just the exterior, but I truly see the soul inside of you. And I think once we move towards that and we, we see the humanity and everything, like I said, um, yeah, we'll be a little more thoughtful of, of the way we approach business and life for that. Well, matter. I'm going to refresh your memory because this really was very profound to me. Wealth is found in relationships. Success is found in community. And happiness is found in giving back. Uh, Tony, I tell you, I couldn't put them together that bit. And I think that's really the whole substance, some of the substance that that was uh, God's ordination, you know, for you to be able to speak into people's lives and to help them and lift them up, right? Uh, because to your point, you, you're humanizing business. <laughs> yeah. And that's Absolutely. what relationships are all about. Uh, you know, and, and, and I, you know, that's obviously something I coach and teach and preach all the time in the business development and sales program I have is that you're dealing with another human being, you know, yep. so get human. And yep. also get on that side of the table because it's really about their needs, their wants, and everything else. It has nothing to do with you, except if you have something that's a fit for them that you can help them or in some way uh, provide services or products that is going to you know benefit them. Then great. Uh, but if not, then you know so be it. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. So um, it, it, give us a glimpse just with a couple titles of some of the, sh the podcasts. Do you have some oh, podcast titles? Absolutely. Um, so the one, there's a couple of them that I'm really, really passionate about, but the one that I started was more or less for me to, and the reason I created it into a podcast was to hold me accountable. It's called the mind reboot. And I, again, going referencing the Bible about renewing your mind, I saw it as a very actionable um, way for people who were struggling with depression, anxiety, uh, or for me, like uh, attention deficit, hyper disorder as well, that you could do certain things that didn't involve therapy. It didn't involve necessarily reaching out, but uh, a way to, to, to reboot your, your life. Right. And that's okay. one, but then the other is uh, the modern spirituality podcast where again, just being unapologetically who you are and, and leading with faith and whatever form that takes and having a conversation about, you know, God and spirituality. So those, those are some of the titles. All right. So I told you guys we got a special treat for you. So what we, you want you to do is text us at 224-404-1988 with the keyword Chicago. And Tony's got two very special T-shirts. So the first two people who text us with the keyword Chicago are going to get a very special T-shirt from Tony. So we want you to get out there and make sure you do that. Um you know, Tony, is there any, any real quick here in a couple of minutes, we, or a minute we got left, is there any bit advice you would give to any listeners that really want to go into a business or start a business or anything like that? Absolutely. Um, I mean, <clears throat> one, read as much as you can. Uh, reading will change your life, right? Uh, mm -hmm. All the information you'd ever want is found in, in books, and, uh, lectures, podcasts, that sort of thing. But the other is, you know, approach everything with, with God in, in terms of on your heart, right? That every... Thing that happens to you is happening truly for you um, and never be you know never be discouraged because when, when you walk into those situations with God in your heart all things are possible and all things will happen as long as you believe 
Oh, that's wonderful. Hey, well, folks, we want you to stay tuned because in this next segment, I've got two wonderful guests that are going to come in and really educate you on something that is, uh, frankly, I got very educated on. So stay tuned with us and go out there and check out our website, faithmarketplace.com. Uh, we've got goodies out there, resources out there, all the podcasts from going on eight years now. So why don't you go and check that out? We're going to be right back with our next guests. This is Chicagoland's place to inspire, equip, and encourage Christian business leaders. Faith Marketplace Radio. Hey, we're back here for our last, our third segment, and I want to introduce you to Tracy Terrell. He is the president of Shepherd's College, and you're going to learn a lot about that, and also Brian Canwright is with him today, his associate, and we're going to really hope to really educate folks out there today. They really touched my heart when I found out about this. Actually, uh, one of the people there at Shepherd's College listened to the program and reached out to us, and I thought um, <clears throat> this is something we have to do today, particularly to our business community out there and our leaders. So, Tracy, why don't we start out with letting our listeners know, what is Shepherd's College? Shepherd's College is a post-secondary school um, designed exclusively for young adults with intellectual and developmental disabilities. So every one of our students has a disability. And um, it's a very comprehensive program. We're trying to help these students realize their potential and their purpose in life. And so after uh, studies showed us that too many of these young people stereotypically were sitting at home doing little to nothing after they finished their high school or their um, programming like that. So um, we designed Shepherd's College to take advantage of the skills and the talents and the abilities. So not focusing on their disability, but rather their abilities that God has given them and help them put together a life that where they're prepared and equipped to pursue um, employment, life in, this, in, in a community setting. <laughs> Um, as independent as possible, we would say appropriately independent, appropriate independence is a guiding philosophy, but all, all based on the idea that God has a plan and a purpose for every one of our lives, including people with disabilities. It's not a mistake that they have a disability. God still has a plan for their life and has a purpose that he wants them to accomplish. Now, one thing that was very profound that you told me that there are only about 200 college universities around the country that have any kind of curriculum for people uh, with disabilities, number one, but there are less than 10 that are faith-based. And there's something very special about Shepherd. Why don't you share that with our audience, Brian? Yeah, Shepherds, we're able to dedicate all our resources. So we exclusively exist to serve students with intellectual and developmental disabilities. So from the ground up, everything we do is designed uh, to serve those students. And additionally, as far as we know, we're the only program in the country that's actually gone through the uh, full accreditation process required of traditional colleges mm. uh, to, to demonstrate that legitimacy as a program um, and also to open up certain funding channels for students to make this education accessible to them. But I think it demonstrates the legitimacy of the program, the thoroughness of it, um, and provides a real significant opportunity uh, that didn't exist previous to Shepherds College for students with intellectual disabilities. That's wonderful. Tracy, how long has Shepherd's been around? It's founded, Shepherd's as an organization started in 1958. Shepherd's College started in 2008, so we're, we're just 13 years old. Okay. Um, part of an umbrella organization that has served this same population in a variety of forms since the late 50s. But this right, is and where is it located? 
We're in Union Grove, Wisconsin. So Union Grove, Wisconsin. That's uh, guys for those of you in Illinois. That's just a, a, a hop, skip, and a jump over the Cheddar Curtain. Okay, so uh, <laughs> and I'm up here 12 miles from Cheddar Curtain, so I know very well where Bristol's at. <laughs> hey, <clears throat> uh, why don't we share with them, um, Brian? What uh, what's the curriculum that you guys teach, and what's it take for a student to get into this? <clears throat> Yeah, so we have a pretty comprehensive admissions process that includes uh, some paperwork and assessments that we conduct just to make sure that a student's a good fit. And it gives the student an opportunity to determine that we're what they're looking for as well. Uh, but we focus on life skill development, social skill development, spiritual formation, and then uh, a majority of their time in the lab or classroom is really designed to help bolster their skills in a particular trade. And those trades would be culinary arts, horticulture, or technology in preparation for gainful employment after they graduate. And Tracy, I know you told me you're pretty proud of the graduation graduation rate, but also placement. What's that look like? Absolutely. Uh, placement for this population, most studies would say is about 20% of people with an intellectual or a developmental disability are employed at a rate of about 20%. Our graduates are employed at a rate of over 70%. So wow. Wow. That's fabulous. That's yeah. God stuff right there, buddy. Yeah, <laughs> God's got his hands right. all over you guys. And I have to tell you, folks, you got to get out there and check it out. Uh, how are people going to get a hold of you guys if they would like to check this out more? Because I think there's a lot of families and people I know that are touched by this. So how do they get a hold of you? I would recommend just going to our website. There's a phone number and email contact on there. They can get a hold of us right away. We'll be picking up the phone or responsive as quickly as we can be. Uh, we also have all the social media platforms that you can follow just to remain updated. Uh, we're doing virtual preview day opportunities where they can literally uh, join a webinar to learn more about us. And then we're, we're inviting them to come and see campus firsthand. So if they would like to do that, Again, most the greatest demographic of students we serve is actually greater Chicago land. So even though we're in Wisconsin, because of how close we are, uh, many members of your audience are going to find us very accessible. Yeah. So what's that website address? www.shepherdscollege.edu. Yeah. And the phone number up there? 262-878-6365. That is terrific. So, guys, I really appreciate that. Hey, listen, they've got a special treat for you guys. So here's the deal. Anybody that texts us at 224-404-1988 is going to receive uh, SOAR magazine, which is their special magazine that they put out. So you get a subscription to their magazine, anybody that calls. And for the first two people that call in to 224-404-1988 with the keyword SOAR, are going to get something real special. They've got some what they call swell water bottles, and these are really top-end water bottles that they're going to raffle off for the first two people that text us, again, at 224-404-1988 with the keyword SOAR, S-O-A-R. Hey, guys, I tell you, what is the message that you want to give to our business leaders out there? Because you're really uh, looking to connect with more business leaders as to uh, what your students can bring to it. And obviously with the courses that you teach and what the skills that you're giving them. So uh, what, what do you want to share with our audience there, Tracy, about that? Well, we, we provide our students an opportunity to learn employment skills and to be gainfully employed. And so here locally, we connect with a lot of business partners to provide them field experiences, so opportunity during their actual training to go gain hands-on experience in a workplace. 
but you know, we also need to, we need employers to help us get these students placed once they graduate. And so I, I would encourage um, anybody who's in our area who would consider doing that or, and in a broader sense, I think I want to, I'd love to challenge employers and those in the workforce and business owners to consider that as, as you build your business, don't forget about people with special needs. I think our society is incomplete without them. And I would argue any business is incomplete without a role for them in some form or fashion. So find a place for them. They have a lot to offer. They're gonna show up to work on time, do what they're asked to do. Yeah, it might require some special training or accommodations, but they're gonna contribute in a positive way to your business. So give them the opportunity yeah. to do that. Well said, Tracy. And if you got any doubt about that, get out to their website again. That's Shepherds, uh, what is it? Uh, Shepherd College edu and check out the video, man. Oh man, I'm going to tell you if that doesn't touch your heartstrings, I don't know what will. But I also want to put a, a uh, something out there too, uh, Brian. Uh, you you need some funding too for this, right? Yeah, absolutely. So, um, <laughs> like most nonprofit colleges in this arena we depend on donors who give generously to advance our mission. And part of our mission is to serve students with financial need as well. And so any and everybody that would have a heart to accelerate the impact of our mission on the lives of students uh, with intellectual disabilities, we welcome their gifts, their donation, their support. We also welcome their prayers and uh, other ways that they could contribute as volunteers or just as advocates for who we are, spreading the word with professionals in their churches um, getting the word out. We we are dependent on community, the business community, and funders, donors, volunteers, all the above. Yeah, and I just want to applaud you guys because uh, a seventy percent employment rate right out of the gate is phenomenal. I don't know. I don't know of any other college universities even have that kind. Of, even the secular ones, to tell you the truth. So my hats off to you. Now, what's the pop student population up there? How how many uh, students are we talking about? We're currently serving 85 students. We have room to grow that to about 105 over the next couple of years. We anticipate having a cap and a wait list. Uh, those students represent most, most of the time between 20 to 25 states at a time. We've served students from uh, 30, 30 different states and uh, about eight different countries. So they're coming from a lot of different locations. Um, but about 60% of our students would be from Wisconsin or Illinois, the rest from everywhere else. Yeah, and, and one of the things, too, is you they reside right there with you on, on campus, right? So uh, I'm just thrilled to hear more about that. You guys are going to explode. I know this, this, this podcast is going to just blow out there, and the radio program is just going to blow it out there. So just be prepared, you know, to have uh, special people there to answer the phone. <laughs> you know, from my lips to God's ears. Okay, God, you're hearing this, right? we gotta, we got to bless this thing mightily. Yeah. <laughs> uh, is there anything else that you guys want to cover, you know, before we take a break here um, and get on to our next segment? I know you've you filled out the questionnaire, but you had some pretty profound things. How about, Tracy, real quick, last comments? Well, um, one, I want to give a plug for Shepherd's College Online. So this is something we're going to roll out in the next couple of months. It, it has come about because of COVID-19 when we had to send students home and teach them remotely. And it was so successful that now we're going to offer this online platform where people can come and take modules and courses and a variety of things, both people with special needs and those whose paths cross with folks with special needs, whether they're a parent, a business owner, a teacher. So that'll be coming out, allow us to touch a lot more lives. But um, yeah, um, okay. I, go ahead. I was just going to say, I, 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 
this idea that our school is designed because our students, we believe our students, God has a plan and a purpose for their lives. I, I just want to encourage that to everybody, to take hope in the fact that God has a plan for your life as well, as it says in Jeremiah 29. All right. All right, guys, listen again. Uh, audience, please text us at 224-404-1988. Everyone is going to hear get a copy of SOAR magazine. And then two people that text in, first two people that text in with the keyword SOAR, S-O-A-R, are going to receive a shepherd special water bottle, okay? So get out there and get out there to the phone and, and let's see the text. Let's light it up, guys. We'll be right back. This is Chicagoland's place to inspire, equip, and encourage Christian business leaders. Faith Marketplace Radio. Hey, we're back here for uh, with my special guest for our round t- uh, roundtable edition here. And what we landed on while we had the break there is we're going to talk about holy community. I think it's no accident that God brought the, these my guests together today, and I think there's a lot of energy here. So, uh, Tony, I'm going to lead it off with you because you made some, you made a kind of a, a great profound statement about something that you were engaged in and how you helped uh, educationally. So, why don't you share that? Yeah, absolutely. No, I'd be, I'd be honest. Um, so I was obviously very touched by what you guys said and what you guys are doing over at Shepherd's College. So the way I saw that in just complete alignment was that we were fortunate. And I said we, uh, was my uncle and I at the time uh, who went to New York City to really create a curriculum for Columbia University, um, an Ivy League school that uh, I didn't even go to college. So for that to be like, you know, me there, it's kind of, it was impressive, right? You could see God, God at work. But really, it was, it was teaching students not only the soft skills that were required to connect with employers, but also providing them the resources. And so, you know, it was a, one of the most successful, not the most successful program uh, that the Career Design Lab had run there. But it, it combined those two elements of, of content and community. And so, you know, that's something that I would love to, to continue the conversations offline with you guys and how, how we can, you know, provide some of those facilities and, and uh, or, I'm sorry, resources and, and community as well. So, you know, I think from that perspective, we can approach it of, you know, how, what's the best way, given that this is a different circumstance. We're not talking about Ivy League students, right, with this pedigree. We're talking about, um, you know, to be, uh, to be frank, like, you know, something that's totally different from most employers, right? They're not used to this, right? <laughs> so whatever that looks like, you know, it can just be stigmas. It can just be our own ignorance. But, you know, what yeah. is it that we're really identifying and what can we do to solve for that? Yeah. Thoughts on you guys' side, Brian or Tracy? One thought would be, um, as Tracy referenced earlier, we've worked with a large number of field experience sites and business owners who have already hired our students. And I think they underwent that same journey you just described, Tony, where uh, this may have been the first time where they, in a sense, took a chance to hire somebody, you know, and um, we are here as a resource to inform them uh, um, about intellectual disabilities in the workplace, accommodations that work, things like that. Um, But we've also invested almost 2,700 hours of education in these students so they're, they're coming with a lot of training and experience um, into your your work environment but like i said we've got people who would be happy to connect with business owners if 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 you're interested in taking a chance on something like this but want to meet with somebody who's already done it we can put you in touch and they can share their story and you may be surprised the way that you are impacted and transformed as a result of taking the step of faith yeah tracy well, Tony, I, I, I love that you took what something, a project you've been involved in, heard our, our brief introduction to Shepherd's College and already are starting to see a way that, it, that our, our two, our two um, 
sets of work can come together, right? That God can coordinate all of that. And we see that happen a lot. And I think that that's, that's how God uses community, right? We can influence one another for the positive and come along and assist one another and provide opportunity, as Brian mentioned. Because uh, for our students, a lot of times that we can train them up, but they it still requires somebody to give them a chance, somebody to give them that opportunity to demonstrate and show some trust and some faith in them so that they can demonstrate the skills that they have and the abilities that they have. So community is vital to what we do, as it is, I think, to what all of us do. Yeah, you know, and getting the word out. I mean, guys, I got to tell you, I, I don't know that anybody, uh, at least in my circle, it hasn't been touched in some way, form, or fashion with this particular uh, situation, you know, special needs folks. As you know, I'm up here in Libertyville. We're close to Lamb's Farm. We talked about that before. And, what uh, you know, what they've been able to do, you know, to get the word out and actually, you know, put people to work there. But um, I think this is huge. And, Tony, I see a, a possible series of video testimonials or a podcast or something where we can lift, uh, you know, Shepherd's College up and really get the word out there because, again, it much is in the theme and the heartbeat of you of what you're trying to do out there with a community, right, and our humanness. I think this is the, the excellent way of your expression of, you know, humanizing business, right? <laughs> no, absolutely. And, and, and to that point, we actually, you know, um, we have something already in place for this, and it is a, 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 a scholarship to the Career Mastermind Fund, right, where we're basically mm -hmm. providing tools and resources for students in underserved communities. And I truly believe this is an underserved community. So it, it only makes sense for me that it's, it's just a natural fit and, and anything we can do to help. I mean, we're there, um, but also for, for those that are part of the Face Chicago business, you know, I'm going to make sure that that's something that, that is brought to their awareness and, and, and put it on their hearts, right. To, to want to contribute any way they can and use their influence in that way that you guys spoke about. So absolutely anything that we can do to help we're here. And, and, I, and I'd be honored to do so. Yeah. I love it when God has a plan come together, right? <laughs> I love it. And and again, folks, you know, for, for my situation, when I uh, was, it was a Pam that reached out to me with on your staff, Pam reached out to me and she'd heard our, our uh, podcast. Now that wasn't by accident. She was tuning into the dial and she heard us and that led her to prompted her to let me know about Shepherd's college. And by the way, she's a volunteer up there, right? Is she on staff or is she a volunteer? She's on staff. She's on staff. But you have a lot of volunteers, too. That's another request you would have, right? Absolutely. For folks yeah. that want to volunteer for this effort. So uh, I was so touched with what she shared with me. She she took the time to get on the you know get on uh, with me, and you know let me understand what's going on. That led me into talking to Tracy and and Brian. And my goodness, the more those guys talked, I said, boy, this is we got to get behind this. This is something I think that. The Christian business community needs to know because when you think about this, what are we really uh, called to do, right? You know, it, it's very scripture. And I know you guys are, are using some of the scripture to, you know, illustrate this, right? Do you have any scriptures that you're using uh, off the mm -hmm. top you could tell me that uh, <laughs> you share with people? Yeah, absolutely. I, I referenced one earlier, the Jeremiah 29, 11, where, you know, that God has a plan and a purpose for every one of our lives. and. That, that's so meaningful to a young person with an intellectual or developmental disability who's typically have been put aside and overlooked, but for them to recognize, oh, God really has a purpose for my life, and, um, and Shepherd's College is a place where we can help prepare them to pursue and fulfill that purpose. Right. And uh, now, do you guys have pipelines into uh, you know high schools that also have special needs programs? 
Yes, we do. Yeah, we, we make an effort to continue and develop and expand our network every single year and have build relationships with professionals in this field that, in a sense, refer students to come to us after high school. Okay. Um, let's let's do that. You know, Tony, what, what would be the vision of coming together with this thing and being able to touch a community? Do you have any thoughts on that? Because you're a creative guy. Yeah, absolutely. I, mean, I think it's the same thing. And I, I mentioned to you before, you know, we got on the radio was that I, I look at it like there's not a sense of empowerment. It's not my responsibility to empower others as much as, my, as to see the power in them. And, that, and that's true for, for minorities and, and women for me. And so when you look at the platform, we're not going to state it as this is what we do. We're going to we're going to do it. Right. And so for me, that looks exactly the same way. I'm not, I don't want to identify it as being a disability. Um, that, that's so limiting, right? There are mm-hmm. things that we're all fully capable of doing and we're not good at other things. And when we, when we look at it from that perspective, let's nourish that. And, and I think that's really where it comes, um, I think, full circle to, to all of this, that we're all people as, and part of a greater scheme, right? Like there's a part of the body, we're all together. And when we start to see us as valuable resources, then that just makes sense that we would include them in the conversation. I don't see why, yeah. Yeah, well, I hope that makes sense. <laughs> That's great. That's great. Well, yeah, I got out of you what I wanted there, and that was your creativity of how we're going to pull this together. I really appreciate that. Well, listeners, we're here every Saturday, noon to 1 o'clock on AM 1160. Please tune us in. They have a, a downloadable app, so you can hear us from anywhere in the world uh, through that app, or here locally, it's on AM 1160. Also, get out there and check out faithmarketplace.com. Uh, we have all kinds of resources out there, and also... Uh, if you're feeling particularly flush with some cash this year, hit the donation button because that's what this ministry survives on is uh, your generous donations out there. So we want to encourage you to be able to do that. And stay tuned. we got something very special coming up next month. So we'll be back next Saturday from noon to 1 o'clock here on AM 1160, Hope for Your Life. Thanks for joining us for Faith Marketplace Radio, here to inspire, equip, and encourage Chicagoland's Christian business community. Faith Marketplace is on every Saturday at noon, right here on AM 1160, Hope for Your Life. Listen to past shows anytime online at faithmarketplace.com.